Welcome to Toadstools and Garlic Cloves. I'm your host, Dorothy, joined monthly by my co-host, Samantha, and I invite you to join us as we hunt down cryptids, explore the paranormal, and dive into lore from around the globe. So sit back and relax as I lead you on a weekly adventure of this strange and creepy world that we call home. I'm the garlic clove. She's the I have to be so I am nothing. I am the and. (laughs) I am the garlic clove and I'm one of the dots on the toadstool, like the little like white dots that because because apparently it's Amanita. Okay. And I don't I don't really know. I don't cool. So where are we? in the world today. Today, we're looking at Romania, home of Dragostad and Tay. I heard dragon in that. <laughs> yeah, it's Drago. Numa, it's the Numa Numa song. Numa Numa Numa, yeah. Dragostad and Tay. I'm sorry, every Romanian out there, I'm so sorry. That's all I got. And we lost all our listeners that we don't have. <laughs> Yay! Oh, God. Did you look up any um, interesting facts about Romania? I, well, I, I kind of, like, kept my research into, like, the folklore stuff. And I found some, like, interesting characters, which I, oh. like, there's um, a Baba Yaga kind of person. Um, her name was uh, Bob, Bebe, Baba Docia, Baba Docia. And she, like, was basically this old lady bitch, which I really enjoy. I love all the old lady bitches. And, like, is that who you pissed off a lot of time. Sorry? <laughs> is that who you aspire to be? It's, exactly. Well, like, basically she dies in the mountains a lot. Like, that seems to be, like, all that happens to her. She just dies and comes back and dies some more? It's more, it's more that they're, like, more... There, there's, like, a bunch of different variations of like what happens to her oh and there's like one where her she like tells her daughter-in-law to wash black wool until it's white which like obviously doesn't happen because you know that's not how black wool works (laughs) and then jesus comes and gives this girl a flower and like makes the wool white for her and so the daughter-in-law goes to babadochia and Babadochi is like, what? That's a flower. There's that means that I can go get my berries in the mountains or whatever. And she goes up and like puts on a bunch of skins and like gets too hot. So she takes them off. Like she puts on nine or seven or something like that. And then she takes them off and then she freezes to death. So Babadochia. Let's cut all that out. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. It's all staying in. (laughs) I got that. I actually looked up random things about Romania. Like actual facts about that. Like actual actual facts. Holy crap. What are you actually doing correct research? Well, the Romanian language is the only romance language in Eastern Europe. I thought you would like that. I do like that. And I have thought of that before. But I didn't think to think about it this time. 
And also, if we're going on the whole paranormal, creepy lore, fairy tales way, um, <laughs> none of the supernatural stories about Romania have been written by Romanians. That does not surprise me. So, but, like, yeah, because even in my like research for like for um, Romanian mythology and stuff, like. Nothing, absolutely nothing mentions anything about bloodsuckers. No, it there wouldn't be. Yeah, because like, that was that was that was a per, uh, pervasion of like Vlad Tippis and yeah. like that whole issue, Dracula. Well, yeah, and then I was like, I was just looking it up, and I actually went to. Because I was on, like, Wiki and NPR and, I don't know, I actually cited my sources, like, a person that cites sources for things. Yep, mine is mostly Wikipedia, but, like, I also found, like, the, um, Rolandia, your local expert for Romania. Oh! Which was a fun little blog, and I was like, oh, hey. Oh, so I found something done by NPR Mm -hmm. about, um... The land of Dracula, witches work as a life coach of the supernatural. Hmm. So, 2018, and apparently in Romania, witches have year-round work because two-thirds of the people there, via survey, believe in demons, curses, enchantments, and spirits, and that one in five believe witches have power. And the witches there are more like life coaches. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was just like, I kind of. I kind like of want to go there like now. <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, so that entire NPR um, article basically just talked about how Ro- um, Romanian witches are modern-day life coaches over there. Yeah, I was on my one of my thing on my like Romanian mythology section of the Rolandia. They were talking about the Jadovi. And it mentioned, and the Jadovis were apparently, like, just, like, benevolent giants that we inherited the earth from. But there's still a few of them around. And, like, there are some places, I think in, like, Carpathia, where people still think that they're there. They're just, like, chilling out in some caves, guarding some treasure. And I'm like, you know what? That's cool. Like, they're basically all BFGs. And they, like, pick people up and smile at them and then put them down. And, like, it's a, like, nice quote. At the beginning of 1900, there were still some people who claimed to have heard real stories about Jadovi from their grandparents who saw them in person. So, like, I don't know. I want to go and meet some Jadovi. That sounds like fun. Also, I apologize for, you know, pronouncing anything wrong, because I'm going to pronounce everything wrong. I was about to ask if you pronounce the because i call them carpathian carpathian mountains carpathian mountains i I say carpathian did i say carpathian no you said carpathian and for some reason in my head i was just reading it as carapathian or something (laughs) something horribly wrong yeah we're gonna go with carpathian oh i can't even say it now carpathian that place (laughs) we probably said it wrong so many times yeah the only thing I know how to say is the word of the subject that I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> I cannot, so I'll leave that to you. 
Before we get into that, can I just talk a little bit about this thing that I'm, again, a, a word that I will not get right, but Zuburatorulu? Z-B-U-R-A-T-O-R-U-L, which is basically an incubus kind of guy, but, like, it's just one of him. It's just, just one, one of him. There's only he, one? This is one guy. He is the lover from the stars. And like he just, it. like, comes down to, like, Young, to women and like recently married young girls and like makes them so physically attracted to him that they start pining away and they go crazy because they just they just want to be with him and so they have to like go to a witch or someone to like make them better so that what? they can like n- so that they can be less of a hussy and stay with their husband well, it's good thing that witches in Romania are life coaches also. Exactly. Exactly. Look at that. Something I said. But yeah, something but yeah said so like, goes together. he comes down and basically like, has se- like, they have sex. It's basically an <laughs> sex dream. It's like the best sex dream ever. And then like, the women wake up and they're like, they can't. They're just like, I need him. They're, they can only be fulfilled if they have this guy, which I thought was great. I'm like, oh, man, I've had some intense sex dreams, but, like, not that bad. I'm sorry, babe. Well, I was about to say, I guess that happens to more than just Romanians, but now I'm not going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, so great. Yeah. What else do you look up? What is your? Do, do you have a specific story, or did you just have? I just have some little things. Like the the most complete story that I found was the um, Babadokia, and like I I don't really. This sounds kind of shoehorned in, but what I was noticing about a lot of what I was finding was a very interesting blend of like Christian and what I would assume to be the like more Romanian as a region like the people who were pre-Christian their beliefs like really blending in a very like kind of bizarre way where like in Babadokia like Jesus just like pops up as like a character he's like here have a flower and then Babadokia goes and like dies in the woods (laughs) I mean happens Relating, relating right now. And, like, their creation myths are weird. Like, the devil is a servant in God's house, and, like, he's just, like, a troublemaker, and it's just kind of, it was very interesting. It was, I I would like to actually, like, like, get a better understanding of this. I feel like I'm not doing it justice. Um, But, yeah, that's that's what I've found. (laughs) One day, one day we'll come back in our podcast to Romania and be like, we did a horrible job. (laughs) Essentially. Yeah. I'm just disclaimer. I'm sorry, Romania. Like I started researching this like a week ago and I don't, I I came into it with nothing except for maybe vampires. And now I'm just like, I'm sorry. (laughs) We're avoiding all the big ticket items that people would expect from these places. (laughs) Except like, (laughs) It's not they're they're a myth. They've they've got other I know. Stuff. I know. Like 
for example, mine is... Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about my... I do want you to. Okay. Because I have so many questions about this place that I just don't understand what's happening with it. Okay. So I knew how to say it like a week ago when we originally planned on doing this and then the internet crapped out and then things happened and I forgot everything. But luckily (laughs) I took notes because I'm cool like that. You are cool. So I'm probably going to say it wrong. But I looked up and I've actually heard of this place for a while and I wanted to learn more about it and I wanted to go to Romania to also see this place mm-hmm. and it's the Hayabucha Forest it's right next to Transylvania okay so I looked it up it is you know I looked at the photos and if you haven't looked at this place before the trees are really really creepy when it's yeah dark. I've seen pictures they're it's they're like super twisty yeah and- it why do you looks, think they're like that? Is it because, like, is it a very windy place? Or, like, why, what's going on with the twisty trees? So, I looked, that came up. Um, I didn't look it up. I didn't, like, deep dive into it. But they said that there had to have been a force strong enough to make the trees grow in that direction. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's not windy. Like, it's just, like, there was just an outside force that made the trees grow in that type of direction that you know we've technically I've seen that also in some other forests so it's not really that uncommon it's not that it's not uncommon it's just like there's a scientific explanation for it do Um, would it have anything to do with like earthquakes do you think because I I was like some of my research was saying that earthquakes are fairly prominent in like the Romanian region but I don't know well, there maybe. I don't know. I think that there's definitely an environmental factor to that that can be explained. But I can tell why it looks like a haunted, or why people think it's a haunted forest and it looks like a haunted forest. Well, yeah, it looks, like, it looks like the forest that Snow White runs into. And I know! <laughs> it does! I actually put a note in here saying that I would totally set up a cottage in these woods and chase children away with a broom. <laughs> It could be my cottage. I want to live there. I was thinking we that. Have, like adjacent cottage. I know, right? <laughs> Just on each side of yeah. the big circle. There are nothing grows. I'll talk about that in a second. Okay, cool. Not a second. Probably a few minutes. But I looked it up. So Wiki had literally like two paragraphs. Okay. Yeah. When I was, was looking like, it up, that's that's yeah. Wiki, why? Wiki. Wiki, you should know more. I had to um, go into a few other things, um, sources like Guardian, Wiki. Um, there was that one site, Quora, or something like that. Right. Starts the Q. Quara. Quara. I had I to go on culture trip for a couple of things. Um, but the um, HayabuchaForest.com. And mm-hmm. there's another one on there. But... Basically, this this forest is 55,000 years old. Yeah, go forest. Yeah, and one of the oldest Neolithic settlements in Romania was located in the area that um, dated back to 6,500 BC. That's right up your alley, Miss Archaeologist Lady. It is, and I guarantee you there's a lot more nomads. 
places or people traveling in there mm-hmm. from before 6,500 BC. <laughs> <laughs> so the Hyobucha forest was named after a shepherd that disappeared there with a flock of 200 sheep. Oh, dang. I couldn't find the date that he went missing. <laughs> <laughs> But it just seemed that a lot of this stuff, like um, a lot of the reporting, started to happen in the 1900s. Okay. So I couldn't really find anything. So was was there like, do you think it was more that it was like an oral history kind of thing? And then like suddenly people were more interested in it or? I don't think anything really started happening until, or maybe it did. So there would be people that would live along the forest and things like that. Um, a lot of ghost stories and urban legends originated from the forest, but that's expected because it is a forest. Basically, it became famous in the 1950s when there was UFO sightings. Oh, okay. It is now considered one of the most haunted forests in the world. It mm-hmm. is over one square kilometer, which is 640 acres. That's actually not that big. Two sources said one square, a little over one square kilometer. One said three square kilometers. So I'm going to go with between one and three square kilometers. But that still is pretty small. Like either of those are pretty. It's not in a rural area. That's the thing. Oh. It's like it's, it's right next to Transylvania. It's the northern part of Romania. It's within walking distance. Huh. It's right there that you can see the city from the start of the forest. What city is it? Transylvania. Near Transylvania is oh, an area. Tra- like Okay, I'm sorry. Uh Napoca. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we don't need to say that ever again. Yeah, that's why again, like don't tell me to re-say the name of the like Incubus lover guy from the stars. <laughs> I won't like I can't. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Romanians. I'm so sorry. I know. We're butchering this. I'm hoping that they don't listen to our podcast <laughs> or if no, they, they do, do they can just um, tell us how to say things correctly and we'll just redo it and say everything correctly I know or just like will. dub it in yes we'll dub it in in a year from now <laughs> <laughs> we'll have two podcasts this one and the one we dub in a year from now. <laughs> also orbs orbs is the biggest thing that is talked about um as sightings just huh. tons like, and tons of orbs. Like uh, will the wisp kind of orbs or like big big old orbs? Like what kind of orbs both? are we talking? There's like yellow ones, green ones, orange ones, red ones, just orbs everywhere. Um how much LSD the, had they taken? Good question. <laughs> the most common sightings were the orbs and the reports of the female disembodied voices and giggling. Oh, that's fun. That uh, could be us. I know, right? <laughs> also quoted from Culture Trip, unusual phenomenon, odd voices, unexpected lights, huh. strange shades, and a portal that provides access to a parallel universe. That's what I want to talk about, because I ran across the most interesting line that I found out about the forest. Is <laughs> I found it on um, Atlas Obscura. Yeah. And it was talking about, she's, it was like, one tale tells of a young girl who disappeared into the forest, only to reappear five years later, unable to remember where she had been. I'm like, tell, what, that's, how can you tell me that much, but not more? Okay, so, 
that it was super hard to find about the disappearances because they were only talking about two disappearances. Everything was just talking about that girl and the shepherd. I found Okay, so I watched one documentary, and I actually watched um, Ghost Adventures and A Destination Truth on this. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand now why people talk the way they do about these shows. And why is that? I'll get into that one. But I want to talk about the documentary that I watched that actually talked about more than just those two disappearances. The documentary was Paradome Hayabucha, the world's most haunted forest documentary. stated that over a thousand people have disappeared in this forest for over the years. This over the years. Um, and five other cases of people disappearing and reappearing were found. And they were found dead. Their what? clothes were in perfect condition. And there have been footprints in the snow that just suddenly stop and then go nowhere. And then there's ruins in the forest that people can't find again after like they GPS them. And it's really weird. They just said that over a thousand people have disappeared in this forest over the past years. And then of course the dead people that the authorities say are suicide, but they've disappeared for over more than one day. And one would assume that when you disappear in the forest for over more than one day that your for- that your clothes would not be in pristine condition. <laughs> okay. Unless you stand very still for a very long time. I know. (laughs) That girl, let's see. I did look her up, and this would have been going so much easier if I was on my other computer that I can't get on. Um, So it's this very tiny, tiny little... Okay, there it is. It's believed to be a gateway to another dimension where people disappear and come back sometimes years later. Like the Underhill. Yes, and I'm Quoting this, it basically, I'm quoting this, that one such story focused on a five-year-old girl who wandered into the woods and got lost. The story goes that she emerged from the forest five years later wearing the same untarnished clothes that she wore on the day she disappeared with no memory of what happened during that interview old time. Huh. But that was it. That's all I got. There's nothing else. That's more than I found. At least I know that she was five. Did she come back five or did she come back ten? She came back ten. How did she fit in the clothes that she was wearing when she was five? That was my question also. Like, unless she was wearing a smock. That was was too big. Came back in a mini dress. (laughs) Maybe. That's bizarre. Oh. But also, I don't lend much credence to it. I was like, where are my notes on ghost adventures and travel, whatever, adventure travel to the Hayabucha Forest? Um, haha! I wrote it down in pencil. I couldn't find it for a second. Um, so, I know we're, we've been, been bouncing all over the place. Okay. You know what? That's so, how podcasts work. I mean, I, know, I don't right? know. I don't watch podcasts. Listen. I- only listened like two and I was like I could do this (laughs) I like was going to listen to Night Vale when that was really popular but then I I, like listened to the first episode and then I kept forgetting to listen to the rest of it so yeah I I'm just so picky Mm -hmm. I really am I also have a lot of books to read so I ain't got no time there's that yeah so Hayabucha Forest 
one of the biggest things, I'm pronouncing it wrong. I think it's Hibocha, but it is actually becoming more famous than the Dracula legend, and people are traveling to Romania just to go to this forest. And I actually lied. It actually became famous in the late 60s, not the 50s. So a military technician um, caught the best pictures of a UFO above the Ponia Rotonda, which is a round clearing where there's no tree growth for a long time. And that was oh, quoted yeah. from the Hayabucha, wixsite.com. But it's called the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. Alright. Yeah. Going from there. Oh, I'm going to say it again. Moyana Rotunda, which means round meadow. After that, I put the dead zone! <laughs> Exclamation marks. And it's where most of the paranormal activity is situated. Makes and sense. And it's supposed to be almost a perfectly round circle just in the forest where nothing grows. Soil samples were taken from the forest itself and from the dead round spot. There's no differences. There's nothing in the soil that's different from each other. Hmm. So they just don't know where or why nothing grows there, but it's believed to be a hub in the home of all the ghosts. I want to take a nap there. See what happens. Oh, well. <laughs> a guy from Destination Truth and from Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures goes there. And I'll tell you about my experience watching those. <laughs> But I want to do that last. Okay. What else was there about this place? So there's unexplained charring on tree stumps and branches. What? I mean, that also could be just people being assholes. Yeah, that's true. Joggers say that when they're jogging through, because there's bike paths and jogging paths. Mm-hmm. And when they jog through, they just like jog through and they see some ectoplasm on the ground. They're like, whatever. <laughs> Good for them. No big deal. I don't know. I don't remember where I found this, but it was only mentioned twice and I couldn't figure out. So supposedly it's haunted by Romanian peasants that were slaughtered in the forest. But sounds about right. I couldn't find when. I couldn't find why. why. (laughs) I couldn't find how many. (laughs) I mean, I feel like people just accept that like Romanians are periodically slaughtered and just like don't question it. Well, the word <laughs> Romanian peasants, I'm just like, wait, do they still use the word peasants as they're talking, like, culturally? Do they talk about their people that way? Or is this... Or well, were they actual, like, indentured servitude peasants? Like, yeah, what, which were they? The 1700s. Well, not, was it from yeah. the 1500s? Was it from 1000 BC? Like, what is it? <laughs> Did a feudal lord slaughter his peasants? Like, what's going on here? They do in Dracula. They and do in Dracula. Obviously, Dracula is based in Romania, even though it was written by, like, a British dude. It was. <laughs> about a real estate transaction. So, whatever. <laughs> there was romance. There was romance involved. Sort of. Kind of. There's um, always. <laughs> there's always romance involved. But, um, yeah. So, I think it's just, it's become such a... It's just, like, something that's, like, it's a haunted forest. It's going to be expected to be haunted. Um, They obviously do tours through there. Sometimes they do night tours. And I wanted to quote this dude, Alex, from the Independent News article. (laughs) 
um, <laughs> where this individual went on a nighttime tour and nothing happened, but um, Alex, the guide, quoted, the forest is only haunted if you bring your own ghosts. That makes sense. So I kind of like that. Before I get into Zach Bagans having anxiety attack on TV, I Does will do that a lot. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's his job. It's just to like have an anxiety attack. I'm like concerned for his like cardiac health. I know. Um, that's what happens when you go to Romania. You go see the round meadow. You go into the rotunda and you have an anxiety attack. It is the the haunting of it is it is where you go to have anxiety attacks, apparently. <laughs> People that go through there and the orbs and the disembodied voices and everything that's going on. Some of the symptoms that people have reported included burns, headaches, scratches, and anxiety. Burns from what? I don't know. <laughs> um burns like they touched something they shouldn't have touched i'm guessing it's someone something touched them oh so against some like poison ivy yeah okay i looked up i'm gonna go and get into destination truth and ghost adventures which i just looked up i googled it went on youtube watched it Mm -hmm. for free yay um i've never seen destination truth before but i don't like it (laughs) well basically (laughs) you actually it it was funny it was funny were you about to say like you actually might like it even though I just you actually might not enjoy it but enjoy it because um some of the things that happen because I can make fun of it yeah, basically, um, Destination Truth, Season 3, Episode 1, Hayabuja. Apparently, over 45 ghost sightings in the last 16 months have happened there. Mm-hmm. So, them and their team, they got on a plane from L.A., and they had so much freaking luggage, and I don't understand why. Because they're they, coming from L.A. Yeah, I don't. There was just so much luggage, and they got the smallest car ever, and the local, or the person that, I don't remember his name. Because I was just so shocked that they made a, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't, I don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't remember the main character of Destination Truth. <laughs> but. <laughs> the protagonist of Destination Truth. I don't know who the main individual is of Destination Truth. But they found um, a leading expert in the Romanian forest, Adrian Patru, which is an organic chemist. All right, good for him. And he was talking, he, there's a book out about it, um, and they talked about the nocturnal lights and the voices, vomiting, scratching, headaches, which were most common side effects of going into the forest and um, being in contact with any of the orbs or voices. A local, they drove by a local um, going to the forest at one point in time, they stopped and asked him a question, and the local said that there was a lot of different energies, and he said, basically, don't go don't go there because you'll never come back so they wanted to find the um the round meadow i mm-hmm. really don't want to say the name of it yeah the the dead place the poyona rotunda yep so they decided to get on a plane and do a flyover at which okay. point i was just like why can't they just use the map so <laughs> they found a plane 
And this is a small village, mind you, that, like, this isn't, like, a commercial plane. This is a mm-hmm. private plane that has not been taken care of. <laughs> and they get up to an altitude, and the roof just comes off. What? <laughs> what a budget! I know! So the roof just comes off. <laughs> so they couldn't complete the flyover. So they have to use the map and GPS anyways. So I don't know why they just didn't do that to begin with. So they just used ATVs to find the circle and they actually set up a base camp for the night. They didn't find the circle. They actually just broke off into twos. I think there was like six of them, honestly. And set up EVPs, which are the electronic voice phenomenons and trap cameras. And they were actually like maybe five minutes away from the circle. At that same time. So they're just like wandering around at night now. And they find orbs. And I was watching the footage. And uh, really? I was like, those could be orbs. Or they could just be like reflections. Mm-hmm. So they're basically chasing down some orbs. Running through the forest. Which is not a good idea. Because one trips and falls. <laughs> yep. They found the circle though. Eventually. Good for them. So they set up their ESM. It's so hard to find one circle in, you know, a one kilometer square area of land. Oh, I get into that with the Ghost Adventures. We're in Destination Truth right now. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So their their EMF meters are spiking. They took some soil samples. They had their thermal cameras on, but every time they looked at where the orbs were, there was no heat. So mm-hmm. there's no heat signatures anywhere, but they're seeing things because it is the forest at night. Mm-hmm. So they decide to do up isolation sessions, which means that they're basically going into the circle by themselves and chilling there for a few minutes. Just chilling, doing EVP sessions. And one of the guys was just seeing orbs. He was seeing, like, there was, like, the whispering and the thing is that was really windy out so the the noises are just kind of forest noises Mm -hmm. and then we get to the second dude that decides to do the isolation session he so he's just chilling there doing his thing he's like do you hear that maybe you hear that and then he's like do you see that he's like looking over his shoulder and then all of a sudden he gets yanked out of nowhere and thrown like and I was like, oh my god, wait, what? Did he, like, jump up and throw himself? Or did he actually get thrown? And he, like, threw up his hand to be, like, ward something off. Mm-hmm. But he basically said that he got picked up and thrown. He got super scratched up under his clothes, but his clothes didn't have the scratch marks on top of them. So they didn't have any cuts in his clothes, but he had gouges in his arms and things like that weird so that either happened before and then you know they were like oh no it just happened now or something literally picked him up and threw him and left the scratch marks all right and then he got super nauseous and was throwing up a little bit later but i mean if something picked me up and threw me and i didn't know what it was i would probably be nauseous also (laughs) yep they decided to just pack it in for the night and left back to la where they did the soil samples from inside and outside the circle. And then they sat down with ghost hunters. Okay. So the tapes and the EVPs. 
Mm-hmm. And basically, the ghost hunters were like, nah, the EVPs sound like yelling. It could be animals or the wind. And the orbs were most likely dust. <laughs> How'd the it ghost did. hunters feel about the guy that got, you know, I hope you can hear the quotations in my voice, thrown? So they said it looked like there was something coming at him and he just like jumped up and did that thing, which mm-hmm. it did, did look like. But also they did say that the scratches and the like marks are um, common when it comes to people that have had encounters with any type of ghost or spirits that are malevolent. Is that the word oh. I'm looking for? Not benign. Not benign. So I was like, oh, goodness, let's watch Ghost Adventures after this and see how dramatic that is. I would prefer Ghost Adventures over uh, Destination Truth, by the way. Okay, good to know. It's, if we have to rate them. So Ghost Adventures, Zach Bagans, I said, literally has anxiety moment breakdown in the circle. <laughs> but no there's more there's more basically ufos ghosts unexplained lights again he talked to the locals the locals said that you will catch diseases from the manifestations i know that's uh, uh, sorry i i realized that emoting doesn't really help with these situations but what (laughs) i know i was like um well, how about we don't catch the diseases from the manifestations? That they yeah, I, I would like to not get a disease. That would be great. You don't want a ghosty disease? I mean, unless it's an SCD. I mean, what if you have a ghost baby? Eh, it's better than a live baby, no? Do I have to yeah. it? Will it hurt me while I give birth to it? Like, I feel like a... I, I feel like you could just leave it in the forest. Yeah, I feel like it would just, like, fall out of me and then, <laughs> like, be in the forest. Like... How does one get pregnant from a non-living creature? Like, if that then that baby doesn't necessarily have to be living, no? And therefore, it won't need my nutrients, and therefore, it won't grow inside of me, and therefore, it would just, like, fall out? I don't freaking know. I think that that was one of the seasons in uh, American Horror Story. (laughs) Season one. (laughs) And they all die. That's fine. In the murder house. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoils. I spoiled it. It's for anyone who's not seen season one of oh, American yeah, Horror so Story. We ought to put a spoiler warning on this. Oh. Or our editor. Thanks, Sam. Can edit it. <laughs> yeah, he's going to leave this all on. Oh, thanks. Um, so, again, he mentioned the shepherd and the five-year-old girl. I put a little side note saying that, you know... This was before I figured out that there was more disappearances, but from this, those two disappearances, a five-year-old girl and a shepherd with a sheep, maybe, I don't know, it has something to do with purity? Maybe. Innocence and things like that, because a shepherd is... Has religious flock. It's kind yeah. of Christian. And a five-year-old girl, of course, is innocent. But then I heard about the dead people. So, yeah. kind of scratch that out. He talked to Adrian Petrut also. And oh, hey, he, this guy, like, gets around. He's, like, the only one. He's, <laughs> he's the, the only guy that was there. <laughs> and the circle's only 200 years old. Oh. The meadow, the Piona. That's pretty was, young. 
Uh, for like yeah. for Europe, that's very very young. Yeah, so that's why I was saying that I think all the hauntings starting in the 1900s is kind of about right. Um, yeah, that's, but that's weird. It's weird that like a lot of my research had that as a cutoff point too. Yeah. So, so I like I needed I I feel like I should have done a little bit more research into like is that when people actually started caring what was going on in Romania like what's going on. Yeah, I really don't know, but the fact that they just started seeing UFOs in the 1950s and 60s in that area, um, I know the 1900s were big on UFO sightings. I don't know if the circle could have been from where the UFO landed. Also, we have those weird meadows all over forests everywhere else where things just don't grow in there. And I shouldn't say that it's like a dead circle. There is grass in it. Oh. It just, there's no trees or shrubbery. Okay. So it's not like a dead black circle. That's <laughs> so. it's, it's less creepy to me. It's less like, what's the word I'm looking for? Supernatural to me now. If it has like yeah. grass and stuff in it. Yeah, it really didn't feel supernatural. Because that could be like one of those things where just like shrubbery and trees wouldn't grow because people want to keep that alive. And guess what? It's way easier to keep just grass. Well, I mean, there's so many places like all over. I, I like the where this the forest I went into the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of circles where nothing was growing but grass. Yeah, it's called a clearing or a meadow. Yeah, it, it, it's just a meadow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you talked to Adrian Petru. I just dropped my water. <laughs> oh no. It's fine. <laughs> the guides don't go into the forest at night anymore. Anymore? Um, yeah, I guess they used to. There's creepy stuff happening at night. Okay. Billy and Zach are the only ones that decide to go into the forest via ATV. And they are not dressed properly for night hiking. <laughs> they are just, like, in their regular clothes, like a t-shirt and, like, cargo pants. Great. And sneakers. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, are you really going to stay the night in the forest? They um, got to the circle a lot easier than the other guys did. Just throw right to it. Nice. That'll, yep. Uh, it's a tiny, which point tiny forest. They, what? I said it's a tiny, tiny forest. So, yes. I know. At which point they talked about a ton of peasants being murdered in the circle, and that's why you get the anxiety feelings. So, I don't know why the peasants were now suddenly murdered in the forest. Circle. In the ni- in 1900? Within 200 years. Yeah. That's... So 18, 19? Huh. Makes sense. Yeah, that does right. make sense. That lends yeah. a little bit more credence to the... Am I saying that right? Is it credence or credence? No, I don't know. Okay, cool. I, don't know great. I can't spell words or say them. Cool, great. I'm glad we're doing a podcast. I know. <laughs> You're really going to have to carry us through. <laughs> Just say random big person words. <laughs> I shall utilize my lexicon accordingly. Oh, good. But, yeah, so basically Zach has a, a like, anxiety moment. Like, he just has, like, a breakdown. Not in the circle, but the second that he steps out of the circle. Huh. He felt safe in the circle. So he gets back in the circle. <laughs> At which point, there were sounds, sub-frequencies, weird sound but it just sounded like technology malfunctions to me okay 
and then their camera malfunctioned. And then they headed deeper into the forest after the anxiety attack because they saw orbs that were orange, red, yellow, and green. Karma, 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 karma. And then they started talking about the Dracula castle because it was a two-part show. Okay. <laughs> I thought that this was going to be a lot different before researching it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sad that I researched it. Like, I still want to go to this forest. Yeah. I ever got it makes everything seem so much cooler, right? <laughs> yeah. But, like, I like the lore around it. I like that this is something that is bringing travelers in more. Mm-hmm. Like, it's another place for them to visit and see. Um, just besides, like, oh, I want to go to Transylvania and Romania. Yep. I want to either go hiking in the mountains, the Carpathian Mountains, mm-hmm. or I want to see the castle. Now they have a forest also that they can go do. Yeah, they have more tourist attractions now. <laughs> yeah, I think this is just... Not to say that it's not haunted. Like I said the other day, I'm about to give out where we live, Vermont. <laughs> <gasps> the entire state of Vermont, I feel, is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... I feel like the entire United States is a little haunted only because we kind of, you know, destroyed an entire culture before we came, you know. Like, Many yeah, cultures were destroyed. Myriad of cultures. Yeah. Myriad so, of- Yeah, I just don't know. I would say that, yes, the force is most likely haunted just because I do believe in ghosts, but I don't think that they're what we think they are. Mm-hmm. Oh. You think that our human consciousness cannot encapsulate what the soul and ghosts are. Yeah, I also believe that there's, like, not other, like, there's, like, dimensions, but they're kind of, like, oh, I really don't want to get into this because I didn't think this through, but they're not, like, there's a dimension over there, and we have to go through a wormhole to get to it. I think that the more, like, stacks of pieces of paper on top mm-hmm. of each other, so this might just be one of those weak spots in that stack. That makes sense. I always thought of it as, like, and this is probably because I read his Dark Materials as, you know, a young person mm-hmm. in that like they're all existing in the same spot all the time and that's why like the subtle knife could just be like we're in the other one now because yeah. not necessarily like a certain it's not necessarily like oh, I haven't actually hey oh this is bad because I have n- I know how you feel yeah yeah like, putting, now you know how I feel words. I read like an article back in like 2016 that I'm trying to reference right now and it's <laughs> so long ago but yeah, so basically some research was done about the whole parallel universes and where they're not just like, there's a universe over there and there's a universe over there and you can get a wormhole to go to it. But it's just like, there's just like, it's just like a stack of paper that there. But also that gets into the whole, maybe we're the ghosts. Maybe they see us. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the ghosts, like I said, the ghosts that we're seeing or those energies that we're picking up on are probably not what we think they are. Mm-hmm. And that science has yet to catch up to it. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. like this is the kind of thing that people used to make up ghost stories because there was natu- it was describing natural phenomena that, like, eventually, oh, we figured out, oh, it does that because of the scientific reason. So, like, the, the yeah. more that we learn, the more that we understand and, like 
I don't know. I want to believe in ghosts. And I flip-flop, like, on a given day. And be like, yeah, of course. And then other times I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, maybe yes, but every time that anyone talks about it, I feel like they're wrong. So, like... Well, yeah, so that's the other thing. Is like, I believe in them because I've had my own encounters. I couldn't really explain, but... That being said, I've read so many papers and journals and things mm-hmm. like that that are saying our eyes like to play trick on, tricks on us if we're staring at something for too long. Yep. And they do it because they get bored. Yes. Our eyes actually get bored and it annoys me so much. Yes. <laughs> your eyes just keep moving around. And so when you yeah. do manage to like actually look at something and stay looking at that thing, you start to hallucinate because your eyes are like, I need, I need more information. I need to, what's going on. I need to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, because you've already figured out what you're looking at. So that yeah. it's something else. But, yeah. and there's a lot of other stuff that maybe we can get into. Maybe we'll go rogue on a couple of episodes and just talk about random stuff and not stick I like, to country. I like going rogue. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I'll tell you my ghost stories, and we should figure out what we're going to do next. Where okay. are we going to go? Where in the world are we going to go next? I don't should know. we go to a state? We could do Vermont because, like, we're here. We could. And then we can maybe maybe we can go like state by state and like throw in random countries. That's what I was thinking. All right, that sounds fair. Or a province when we get to Canada. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Did you have any other thoughts on Romania? Not really. Yeah. I think I tr- I think I divulged, I like vomited up all of the information that I managed to like find on it. But really like the most interesting to me was probably the the thing that I can't say. The it's literally it's a Z and then a B. Like how do you how do you consonants things together? Zbratural. Zbratural. I just thought it was really cool. I'm like, yeah, I've had sex dreams with like random hot guys and then woke up pining is like, is that that guy? Like what happened? Like how much pining was it? Was it like it wasn't this level of pining. Like these no, women I meant, like was it pining as in, hey, I had a dream about this guy and then they're like giggling, talking to their friends about it, and then the guys heard and were just like, Oh my god. They're pining. Okay, so I'm just going to read this whole thing to you. I know this is exactly what we didn't want to do, but I'm going to do it. So according to Romanian mythology, Zboratural is actually the personification of intense feelings of erotic desire and longing for a man. He is described as a shooting star coming down through the chimney or the window, entering a girl's room in the shape of an incredibly handsome man, and sometimes in the shape of the man the girl loves. They met and consume their love. I think they meant consummate. Yeah. <laughs> they meet and consummate their love in the world of dreams. But everything is so intense, almost real, that the woman becomes exhausted and obsessively in love. Some old books even tell stories about young girls haunted by this mysterious man, becoming so desperately in love that they started acting like lunatics, walking down the village streets almost undressed and untidy obviously exhausted and sometimes semi-conscious. How cruel it must have been for them to be judged by the entire community only because their dreams become their second reality, one full of love and passion. Their fate was even crueler when the girls were recently married. They were judged like whores, discredited by the community and by their family, blamed to have weak will and no love or respect for the working, responsible husband. But Zbatoro was not an ordinary lover. He developed obsessions and Curing this love and illness was a hard thing to do. 
And then like it goes on to be like, oh, and then they went to the witch or the sorcerers. Luckily, there were certain chosen people known as good sorcerers that with the permission of the possessed girls and with a bit of magic succeeded in healing them. They basically like ask, they're just like these guys, like sorcerers that could be like, hey, Z, can you, can, you, can you just leave? Like, can you leave this girl alone? And then Z would be like, yeah, sure. Fine. Bye. Okay. And they peace out and then become a shooting star for someone else. I saw. Like, that first part felt like it was written by a jealous husband. <laughs> yep. And then it was written by a 15-year-old. Exactly. <laughs> Basically an incubus, only, like, he kind of just, like, remains in their minds, like, in the world of dreams, in the waking. And so, like, the girls, like, don't know what's going on. They're just, like, only in love with him. I mean, okay. <laughs> but then also the Jadovi. I just like them. I just like the Jadovi because they just seem like cool dudes. I just want to hang out with yeah, the Jadovi. Yeah, I like giants. those ones. The giants wonder, were cool. I wonder if they go into the forest and hang out with the orbs. Maybe. Maybe well, they're the like, giggling It sounds like the Jadovi, like, hang out in the Carpathian Mountains. Like, in the mountains. Like, they're in caves in the mountains protecting the gold. Or the treasures oh. of past games. They're great. I don't know. I really want to go to Romania now. Like, I wanted to go before. There were some archaeological field schools I wanted to go to. And I didn't. I'd like to go to anywhere right now. I would like to go to any country anywhere. That's not my bedroom. <laughs> oh, yes. We're starting this during the quarantine. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fun. Okay. Are we ending the podcast? I think that's probably a good idea. It's been we've been doing it for an hour and fifteen minutes. I think that's should we should we say that they can find us on Instagram? Oh yeah, we have to do the plugs. Yeah, the plugs. Instagram at Toadstools and Garlic Cloves. And also thank you for the thumbs up. Uh you can send us emails over Toadstools and Garlic Cloves. At gmail.com. Because we're doing this on the cheap, guys. We're only using free softwares. We are. So if anyone wants to pay us, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and Also, we us. have a Patreon, except we don't. So yeah. We'll get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. Or not. I mean, yeah. really. If people want to listen to us. Yeah. At least we're you're stuck in quarantine and really bored. So this is what we're doing now. <laughs> I mean, I'm always really bored and always looking for cool things to do. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Eventually we'll have a YouTube channel and people can see us. Oh, God. I hope not. (laughs) I hope they do. We will not take comments, though. (laughs) Comments will be turned off. There will be no comments. No. (laughs) Not allowed to talk. Only us. We're the only ones who talk. Yes, I like that's it. What's, that's what's good about it. Anyway. I'm awesome. going to stop recording now. Thanks, I appreciate it. Bye. Bye.